Hi there, my name is John Fowler. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Startup World, Nation World Podcast. This is uh, the last series of episodes. I'll be dropping three episodes at the same time concurrently. This is episode 28, titled Natural, National Forgiveness. Um, I'll be breezing through 10 points highlighted by me, and it's more than that, but I can't cover all. Um, for us to grow into a nation or become a nation where we are whole in terms of us experiencing development, experiencing national growth, in terms of, of citizens who are sincere with themselves on their own responsibility, in terms of the government officials that, we are, that have the privilege to serve the people, to give their best in terms of us having a restructured um, governance architecture that caters for 37 states. In terms of us ensuring that local government are delivering all the dividends of government of democracy that they could deliver to every Nigerian citizen. So I'm talking about ten points. Since then. Civil war happened several years ago, which is in the 60s, um, 67, early 70s or so, and I believe that the civil war still has a crack on Nigerian society uh, conversations, however quiet it may be, but still in play. What do I mean by this? There's still sentiments that has to do with where we come from as a nation. I believe that in the new Nigeria, every tribe will be a stakeholder. In the new Nigeria, every tribe will be a stakeholder. That's why we need to restructure Nigeria into it as a seven state, whereby we have a prime minister and a governing council that comprises of two st- representatives from each state that would be stakeholders for every part of Nigeria. So there won't be any further disenfranchisement in terms of delivering good governance and dividends to the people. This is not a difficult task. This, this is obviously the solution to our problems. But we live in a dispensation whereby the people who are enjoying the dividend of the system will not want the new to be birthed. But the truth about it is that an idea whose time has come can be stopped. And I'm also speaking to myself. Because I can't stop it as well. I believe that for us to move forward, we need to love ourselves and see ourselves as Nigerians first before any tribe. Secondly, um, we've had series of um, military regimes in our history, and all of them had their role to play in the shape of our nation today. A particular population of Nigeria, they are yet to recover from the fact that or from their experiences of the military era. So we are seeing that cascade into the realities of our democracy today. Um, stuff we saw during the end search and the shooting and all that is a fragment of what happens in the military era. Thirdly, is democratic expectations. For every administration that comes into power, people have expectations. People expect the country to be improved. 
they expect improvement of their own commonwealth in terms of their well-being, in terms of their own personal family, family economy. All the government needs to do is to provide the basic need of life. Nigerians are adult enough to make happen for themselves all they need to, to thrive. From road, basic, basic healthcare, to free education, every other thing like get, starting a business and doing what they ought to do in terms of their own choice to make money. I believe that all Nigerians need is just a little bit of support and the possibilities are endless in terms of we have amazing talents across all structures of wealth creation industries in Nigeria. But the only issue is funding and right um, right uh, exposure for what they do to be seen by Nigerians and the world at large. The fourth one is terrorism, badintry, kidnapping, and death, and um, the series of you know um, deaths that will be seen in our nation. And I believe that at the cross of all these issues is value for human life. There's value for human life. We won't have terrorism in our land. There's value for human life. We won't have banditry in our land. We won't have kidnappings in our land. There's value for human life. We won't have the unnecessary killings and all, and all of that, all those uh, religious wars that's happening on that one. I believe that Nigeria or Nigerians deserve the best of peaceful atmosphere for them to enjoy their wealth or probably create an atmosphere for them to create their own wealth. In terms of terrorism, banditry, kidnapping and unjustified killings happening in the country, I believe that the crux of our society has lost that value for human life. That's why we see the military compromising on the standards for there to be terrorism in our environment. I just read just now of um, some soldiers shared in the ransom paid to free those that were that were um, arrested, uh, kidnapped by the terrorists during the real, the train um, attack. And I believe that none of these things can thrive without us, without the without Nigerians. The bottom line is the government is us. The quality of government that we get is the quality of Nigerian mind. Is the quality of Nigerian life. Is is still among us that will go and serve in government. So. For us to have that improved narrative, Nigerians, Nigerian citizens also need to take responsibility towards building a new nation. And that will also increase our capacity to, to demand for the best of leaders to lead, to lead us into all that we desire as a nation. Next is police brutality. Since I was born, or even way, 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 way before I was born, since independence, there's been several cases of police brutality. And I believe that at the it's a systemic error. It's also not a Nigeria problem alone. It's in the states, and it's always prevalent in nations where they strategically use it for racism or segregation in the society. If you check police brutality, it's mostly the poor that's affected. It's mostly people that are vulnerable in society that are affected. Only people that are trying to make ends meet that are affected. You know, and a nation whereby being a Nigerian is not enough. You are you must be affluent to be respected. 
that's not a safe nation that means that even the affluent will not be safe in the in that nation per se then um next point is electricity optimization i believe that uh, in the last 60 years we've not been able to demystify that we need more than we need roughly between 300,000 to 770,000 megawatts. Why is that? If you are going to industrialize 37 states, yes, we we'll need to prepare for the fourth industrial revolution that's been eating all, all parts of the world. We need to have power supply that can meet that need. And that is the least the government could do to open up nigeria just like how telecoms opened up nigeria to prosperity in the internet sector the sixth one is restructuring of security architecture and natural resources i believe that our present security architecture has to do with policing we need to have state policing we need to have community policing for local government and we also need to have federal policing all these systems need to be improved so that we can have a total uh, safe national security. Then the military architecture too needs to be improved in terms of providing them insurances for what they do. They protect our lives, they protect our, our, our sovereign nation from, from um, obstacles, from any any um, insecurity, any any form of terrorism, or probably any form of sovereign subordination. So I've, I believe that since they lay down their lives for us to have the best of all safety, they should have insurance, their families should have free education, whether they are alive or not. I think that even their residents should be, should be something issued to them for life. They should have shelter, for life they should have insurance for life they should have education to the level of university for every of their child at least three of them if the government wants us to be uh, reasonable here yeah, in terms of how many kids uh, they should buy. then seventh one is redistribution of commonwealth i believe that Nigeria is so blessed that the only issue is for us to redistribute the obvious. We've been focused on oil. The first boom we had was agriculture, and it's still relevant today, but we abandoned agriculture. Thank God for the resuscitation in the last couple of years. And focus on oil. And I believe that oil is the least of Nigerians' treasure. There are a lot of things that Nigeria has beyond number one asset that we have is human capital we have amazing citizens and we have over 52 natural resources that we leverage on to create a commonwealth that serves every nigerian born citizen every citizen that everyone that carries the green passport that identifies with nigeria number ninth one is um, underemployment and unemployment the last one was the eighth one, that's the redistribution of Commonwealth. Underemployment and unemployment is simply is simple. I believe that 
if we expect citizens to be well behaved and we can't solve the issue of underemployment, we can't solve the issue of unemployment, then that means we have what we have today. We're having a lot of crime scenes, we're having educated people becoming kidnappers, speaking fluent English simply because they don't have means to create wealth. And we're having people who can do better involve themselves in crafts that pays them less, which is underemployment. I believe that this nation can do better in terms of empowering those who desire to be entrepreneurs because we need the rise of entrepreneurs that will employ people with commendable pays to solve both unemployment and underemployment issues that we have in our nation. Finally, is education. I believe that at the cross of our 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 issue nationally we need to have solid education the generation leading us today i repeat the leadership that we have that order has led us to date almost 99 percent of them enjoyed free education you know they enjoyed free education they went to public universities we went to public secondary schools and went to public primary schools and they were better off anyways because i felt you know in their own era there was no much of disparities in terms of in terms of societal startups like we have today the gap between the rich and the poor is devastatingly annoying because a balanced society does not thrive on that if you go to a if you go to developed countries you realize that they purposely ensure that nations they ensure that nations um, build houses of the same architecture irrespective of the financial capacity of the, of the person inhabiting those houses so you can see someone that is extremely, that is an extremely wealthy person living next to somebody that, is, that might be a middle class citizen but nobody cares nobody cares about that as long as they have the been watched they, they can live their life normally so wealth is not is not something that should be far-fetched from the from the from from every one that desires to be wealthy i believe that a level playing field is for us to have a nation where people can prosper with through the craft of their hand and this is possible through a foundation of solid education and it's beyond just schooling system we need to prepare the new nation for massive um changes in terms of economic realities in terms of technology realities that's happening across the world you know the advent of ai the advent of um, the fourth industrial revolution that is coming and what happens after going through education and you don't have capacity to cope in the future i also need to update our syllabuses all of that can be done by the government and i pray that or oh, this is not a uh a a, a prayer grad in any ways i just long to see see a nation where the basic human life can enjoy the basic human needs can, can be met by the government the rest we can fend for ourselves the rest people the citizens can make happen for themselves and it's a win-win on the part of the government and the people what it means is that if we have a prosperous nigerians it means the government or the government or the national um, wealth indices will be 
leading us to a peaceful society. Most of the the most peaceful societies in the world are the most prosperous societies. I mean, based on wealth indices across board. So thank you for joining on this episode. The next episode is national restoration.